0: This is WFO Radio.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of WFO Radio. I'm your host, Joe Costello, and I am super excited about today's guests that that's right each year we get ready for the gator nationals with the international drag racing hall of fame induction ceremony the thursday before the gator nationals and this year will be spectacular as many of you know i am honored to be the host and mc of the event this year it will be streamed live on flow sports and uh everyone is super excited But honestly, the best part is happening, for me at least, right now, as we are going to welcome the legend of all legends. The man who built the Museum of Drag Racing and started the concept of an International Drag Racing Hall of Fame. We're going to discuss this year's inductees, and we're going to discuss the pioneers who made all of the sport that we enjoy possible. Let's welcome the legend, Mr. Big Daddy, Don Garlitz. Don, welcome. Glad to be here, Joe. How are you doing today? I am great. I am excited and looking forward to 2024. What about you?
0: Well, I'm always excited about the Hall of Fame. You know, it's it's something that we always needed. A lot of these people have done so much for the sport and never got any recognition. You know, there wasn't very much television. There wasn't even a lot of print back in the early days but these people are the ones that laid the foundation for what you see out there today that we all enjoy so much.
1: And make our livings and connect with our friends and without them and without you, who knows where this sport would have been. Um, but each year it's very challenging to select people to go into the hall of fame, especially after John Force last year, but you once again were able to accomplish it, thanks to the selector committee. That had to be difficult. Well,
0: you know, we tried to put John Force in many years earlier, but uh, he said, "Oh, he says my sponsors will think I'm retiring," and I couldn't believe that that he he was down there last week when at the Bradenton drag strip driving that funny car. He's 75 years old. I didn't realize he was that old.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think he realizes he's 75 years old. And that's a good note to mention. Happy birthday to you. You had a birthday not long ago.
0: Yeah, January the 14th, I turned 92. And, uh, you know, it, it it's taken its toll on my hearing. I can hardly carry on a conversation anymore. I'm doing the best I can right now to hear you.
1: I'll try to go slow. And it makes sense, having been around all those nitro cars, For so many years. How's that? The nitro. It causes problems.
0: Well, you know, I also spent nine years in the artillery. A lot of people don't know that. And that that was as hard on my ears as the top fuel cars.
1: That makes sense. Let's talk about some of the people who are getting inducted this year. And I'm going to display a photo The Pat Garlitz Memorial Award, these are people that are still involved. Talking about Rosalie and Terry Nobles draw out at every event, have done such great work, and a perfect recipient of the Pat Garlitz Memorial Award.
0: Yeah, Pat would be very proud of that. This would be the type of thing that she would have loved. These people have dedicated so much time and effort to the draw which has helped so many people, you know, and they don't write about it. You hardly ever see anything at all about it, but they work tirelessly on that program to see that racers that have been injured and so forth, get assistance during their recovery. You know, they're two wonderful people. They're just almost like a pair of angels right here on earth for us to watch.
1: Absolutely. I am fortunate to have engaged and interacted with them at the track. And uh, Daryl Gwynn, of course, one of the early uh, recipients of their assistance at Draw. And uh, I can't wait to see them. Uh, We've got live commentary out there, some fans that are watching. And they are all welcoming you uh, to the show and excited to hear what you think about these inductees. Look at this. The undisputed king of drag racing. Love you, Big Daddy, my hero, says Ronnie. That is great. You have an effect on people. They still love you.
0: I'll be darned. Well, (laughs) I've been around a long time, still out there. I like, you know, I enjoy working and that's all the key, I guess, to it. I still come to work. And, uh, I have lots of projects going. I, I keep my mind active and I keep my body physically active. It, both are just as important to, uh, to, to good health and long, long life.
1: Oh, a lot of us in drag racing are going to just try to do what you do. Never stop, stay engaged and do what you love. Um, It's amazing how you're able to do it. Let's talk about Bill Holland, the Founders uh, Award winner. Bill, very active in drag racing and earning his Founders Award.
0: Yeah, he's uh, the Founders Award goes to someone who more than likely would not get put in the Hall of Fame, may not be well known to the selectors. But Harry Hibbler and I uh, established that award a number of years ago to certain individuals that certainly deserve to be, in the Hall of Fame, but, you know, never made a big name for themselves and uh, are not well-known. And Bill Holland certainly is one of these people. He actually drove a dragster at one time. See, a lot of people don't even know that. And uh, he's done so much for the sport. He certainly is deserving of the Founders Award.
1: And we always learn more about them at the induction ceremony. To all the listeners out there, this will be streamed live on Flow Sports It will be in multiple places. Seeing it live is so fun. So make it part of your Gator Nationals experience if you can. Now,
0: that live streaming is wonderful. And there's a lot of people that would like to hear every word. And that's just exactly what it is. You can never, ever have a television show and really give everything to the people that happen. Whereas the live streaming, it's, it's just great. It's just like you were sitting right there.
1: And what else are you going to do Thursday before the Gator Nationals? Just make your plans to watch the live stream, and I can tell you, we always have a great time because of inductees like our next one, Scott Coletta. Scott, a champion, an icon, uh, and, and you know, a character of the sport. We lost him too soon, but the timing, as Connie Coletta is a world champion with his nephew, Doug, once again, I understand Conrad's going to be there. That's going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, you know, Scott was just like one of my own boys. And, uh, you know, him him and my daughters played together when they were little children. And I was very, very close to the Coletta family. I even knew Mr. and Miss Coletta, Connie's mother and father. They were wonderful people. And it goes back so far, the the Colettas and and I, it's just a, I can't put it into words, my feelings for him. And I was just watching that television when that last run was made between Doug and uh, the,
1: uh, Leah. the
0: runner-up. I, see, I can't even remember the runner-up's name. <laughs> Leah. Leah,
1: well but Leah anyway,
0: I, I just prayed to God that no mistakes would be made and Doug would do everything just exactly right and that the car would do everything just exactly right. And it did. And he won, you, I t- it brought tears to my eyes, and I knew how how badly Connie wanted that win because he worked so hard. He's given so much to the sport. You can't put it into words. He's been around from the beginning, and the um, first time I ever met him, he was driving his 57 Chevy to California, carrying some parts to Escondido for Seto Pastoran in 1959, March 1959 no charge drove his own 57 Chevy all the way to California paid for the gas just to carry those parts to Ed Escondarian for Seto. And it just goes to show he's dedicated his whole life to drag racing. In fact, he's one of the, the backbones of the sport. So for his son who was so, met such an untimely death, it was so sad. And, uh, you know, it just was a very, very black day for drag racing. But the, to, to, for him to be getting the award. I'm so happy that the selectors picked Scott for this year.
1: I uh, absolutely agree. It's going to be an, um, an emotional moment. Uh, it will be. You spent time in Bradenton. I saw a photograph of you and Conrad. Jerry Gwynn was there. I heard the Greek might have been there. What was that like, getting together and spending time together you guys.
0: Well, it, it, it's always great to have something like that. You know, we just recently had that big race down in Bradenton. And Connie Colletta got had his girlfriend put him in the golf cart and drive him down to my pit. And we sat there and talked for an hour. We really had a great time. And it's so nice to see him still out and about. And I understand he's going to be at the banquet, too, while his son receives the award.
1: Amazing. It's just amazing. And uh, that was as emotional as it gets. Let's keep on going, though, because the next two icons, both talking about Pat Austin and Walt Austin. So many innovations. The first to win in multiple categories at the same national event. They are both Hall of Fame worthy and they're going in independently but they are father and son. That's great.
0: Yes. The Austins were great people. They, they also have uh, contributed so much to the sport and it's just so unreal. I called and was talking to Walt on the phone about a week before he passed away. And I was so glad that I actually had that conversation with him and that he knew that he was going into the hall of fame. And it just seemed like he, that was his last thing that he wanted And after that, it didn't make any difference. But the son, uh, Pat, will be coming, be picking up the trophies for his dad and him. And uh, it's a pair that definitely deserve to be in the Hall of Fame.
1: 100 percent. So much success and an honor well-deserved. Our next inductee, this one is going to be very fun to watch. Ricky Smith. A door slammer guy, a pro mod guy, a nitrous guy, not burning nitro, although he did recently get to drive a top fuel dragster. Tricky Ricky, as they call him, is going into the Hall of Fame.
0: Well, he's another one of the old timers. He's been around a while. He's always ran fast cars. He's always had really trick reaction times. And uh, here again, it's, a, it's, a, it's someone who's very deserving and long overdue.
1: Uh, truly. <laughs> uh, a, a genuine legend and competitor through and through getting a little older. Can't race quite as much, but when he does is amazing. And a friend, uh, Ricky, let's talk about Gary Southern. Don, this is someone that is a personal friend of yours. Yeah. I met
0: Gary Southern way back in uh... The very early '60s, at the Bud's Muffler Shop in West Covina, uh, Bud was a guy we used to stop there, and he'd build headers for us, and we had a place to work on our car. And Gary would always be there. He'd go out to the races and help me at the the tracks. He went to Bakersfield with us. He'd go to Fremont with us, and then eventually he got his own top fuel car, and he raced in California for years and years. In fact, he was still racing right up to the time of his death. And he's a—he's truly one of the pioneers of the sport. And, you know, he's, he's such a nice guy on top of it all. He's just one of the super guys. He'd do anything for you and uh, run, get your parts or weld or work on the car. And uh, very deserving. One of the people that should have been in there years ago, but the selectors finally got around to him.
1: It isn't it? always like that there's one or two that slipped through the cracks, but they got to him and he will be honored in just a couple of weeks. Garth Hogan down under a New Zealander, a, a, a pioneer, someone who a book was written about his life was first in the sixes for the entire nation of New Zealand. And that is why it's the international drag racing hall of fame because we honor folks like Garth Hogan.
0: That's right. We honor him from all over the world. And Steve Gibbs is to be given credit for that. He's the one that keeps up with the international scene. And he always puts forth usually an international uh, recipient. And and usually when he puts one up, the selectors go for it, because they know that Steve has done a lot of research. And whoever this person is, even though they may not know him, they know that if Steve did the research, the guy's probably Missouri, And this is certainly one from down under that should be in. And that it's great. We love to have the international inductees.
1: And the relationship between New Zealand, Australia and the United States, when it comes to drag racing is still very close. They love it. We love them.
0: That's exactly right. It's just like England. The same thing. We, we have a good relationship with the English Drag Racing Fraternity.
1: Absolutely. Speaking of Steve Gibbs, Cindy Gibbs. That's right. Steve Gibbs knows Cindy is out there. That is so great, Mister Gibbs, a true historian, and his involvement is uh, is significant and important. Walt Barbin, tell me a little bit about Walt. It is my understanding that you hired Walt as a crewman for your team in 1972.
0: Yeah, well, Walt Barbin is an unsung hero of the sport. A lot of people don't know this, but a lot of the first for Walt Barbin, he is the first person who made the steel rocker arm for the 392, years ahead of the Donovans. He also is the first guy that put a starter on a dragster and actually started it in his shop instead of a push start like we're accustomed to. And it was other things that he did, but then he actually had a fuel dragster and was very competitive for many years in top fuel. And uh, he, he's such a, a nice guy, and uh, he would let people have these parts. He wouldn't even—he never sold any of them. He never went into the market for selling starters. He never sold rocker arms commercially, but he had them, and you could get them if you wanted them. And I just felt like he was a person that really should be. In the Hall of Fame, and he's still alive, and that's another thing. We've got to honor these people while they're still alive, and and his three granddaughters are going to bring him from Houston, Texas, to the banquet. I'm so proud of him for doing that because this this is a person that should be honored and should be here to see the the banquet and be participate in it.
1: I am so excited to hear that. It's you know a, a tremendous honor to be able to see these people and their stories, let alone meet them in person. So that is going to be tremendous. Next honoree, Joe Gibbs, the coach. NASCAR, first of all, football, Super Bowl winning coach for the Washington Redskins, then got involved in drag racing, spent several years in drag racing, Cruz Pedragon, Corey Mack, others. And then moved on to NASCAR, where he is going to be surely a Hall of Famer. But drag racing was his first and genuine passion as a young man. And he went down that road in the 1990s.
0: Well, Joe put a lot of money into drag racing, which certainly helped us. You know, this is the money is the milk of drag race is what keeps it going. It's very expensive for it. Well, of course, NASCAR is too. but. Uh, the selectors felt like that he should be honored. He's one of the per- people that, you know, really caused the sport to grow. And so they, they decided Joe Gibbs ought to be in the Hall of Fame. He's not going to be here. He isn't able to attend, but he is sending a video of his acceptance speech.
1: That is that is great. Yes, Cho- Coach Gibbs, is, he's a busy guy. He's got some handlers and all, but uh, still made time to accept his nomination into the hall of fame. And finally, this might be the most popular one, Don jungle, Pam Hardy. So exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Look at, he's smiling. I'm smiling. Jungle. Pam absolutely deserves hall of fame honor, but let's talk about uh, how much she did for the sport as a, as you know, crew member for jungle gym.
0: Well, you know, I can talk about that one for real, because he was jungle was at so many races i did lots of match races and jungle was at lots of those match races too he'd have a pair of fuel dragsters and a pair of funny cars and i have to say this jungle jim is probably as popular as he is because of jungle pam pam was very much a part of that show i'm going to tell you when they raced and they came to the line to make a run everybody come out of the pits to watch them. And Jungle Pam was one of the reasons that they come up there. This was one good-looking young lady, and she knew her stuff. She looked underneath those cars for any little drip of oil, and she knew just how to get Jungle up to the ride, back him into his tracks. She knew her stuff, and we love her, and I'm so happy that she's going to be in the Hall of Fame.
1: Yes, it's definitely going to be. Uh, A big moment, and I have met her a couple of times. A pioneer, a drag racing legacy. It will be amazing. Those are the inductees for the 2024 International Drag Racing Hall of Fame. Call the museum, call Chuck, beg to get a ticket. You might be able to get in. I hear we are nearly sold out, which is amazing. Uh, Gives me the opportunity to talk about Swamp Rat Alley. Don, the Gator Nationals, your home race, 50 minutes from the Museum of Drag Racing. I encourage all fans that are going to swing by the museum either before or after the event. Monday is always huge at the museum, but you'll be bringing a few cars to Gainesville Raceway uh, for the fans to enjoy. Swamp Rat Alley.
0: Well, you know, we just got swamped here on Sunday. You know, the Daytona race rained out. And so thousands and thousands of the fans came over to the museum. We really handled a big crowd that day. So let's hope that the Gator Nationals goes all the way through without rain because we don't need another day like that.
1: We don't. Or maybe we do. No, we don't need rain. But a big day for the museum is always good. Uh, I have the list of the cars in Swamp Rat Alley. Swamp Rat 8 is going to be there. Uh, the first Swamp Rat to run the four twenty six Hemi.
0: Yeah, that's gonna that Swamp Rat eight. That was the car that uh, changed everything. You know, for years we didn't want to run the four twenty sixes because it it was heavy and we didn't know how to tune it. We we raced it, you know, side by side with the three ninety two cars. It was never as fast. And then finally, Frank Wiley, my boss at Chrysler, says. Don, we don't make 392s anymore. You have got to get into that 426. I said, well, and the thing is 10 miles an hour slower. And Mr. Wiley said, Don, it's a better engine. And I struggled with that thing for a year. I just didn't want to put spark lead into it. I was afraid that would hurt it. (laughs) That's all it wanted. It wanted spark lead like you wouldn't believe. And finally, one day, I put the spark lead in it. And it went from 190 miles an hour to 219 miles an hour in two runs by just advancing the spark. I tell you, it blew me away. And then to pull the motor apart, and it did not seem like it even ran. Whereas the 392, you put that kind of lead in it, it teared all to pieces. Anyway, that was the car that we did that in. And uh, that, that actual car was lengthened and made into Swamp Rat 10, which is in the building. So we just recreated number eight the way it was before we turned it into 10. And that's the car that'll be at Gainesville.
1: Amazing. And folks, hopefully you will go to the Gator Nationals. You will witness this history in person and all the great drag racing for the first race of Mission Foods era. Going to be great. Swamp Rat 1C gas-powered Swamp Rat was purple for a while before the uh, traditional Swamp Rat black?
0: Yeah, well, that car, to this day, I don't know why we painted it purple, but I think it was probably, we had a gallon of purple paint. You know, we painted cars for a living and somebody probably ordered up a purple paint job. We bought the paint. It was a custom mix, so you couldn't take it back. And they changed their mind and probably went, had it painted black. And then I had the car was ready to be painted. And I had this gallon of paint and I just painted it. But that car, the way you 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 see it at games, that's a recreation of the way it was the day that I w- raced at Sebring at the NHRA Southeastern Gasoline Championships. At top speed, set a new state record on gas, but lost in the final when the Ford transmission broke the gear. And so Br- Floyd Albritton was the actual winner. And then that, soon after that, we converted the car to a black job. And that the way we converted it to is the way it was when it outran Cook and Bedwell in 1957 at Cordova.
1: Amazing. There will be three other cars in the uh, Swamp Rat Alley, not Swamp Rats, but the Ray Goodman Tennessee Bow Weevil, Dick LaHayes 81 Top Fueler. I know you know that car well, and a Jungle Gym 72 Camaro funny car. So it's not all Swamp Rats, but it's drag racing history. That's going to be great.
0: Yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun deal. A lot of things to be doing there, and I look forward to it. I'm going to have a good time.
1: Excellent. Excellent. All right. Uh, everyone out there in the chat section uh, talking about what a big fan of you that they are, and uh, just super excited. Also talking about Jungle Pam and how she was an important part of their lives. Let me ask you this one final question, Don. Whenever I speak with someone about you, they marvel at how you are able to remember specific details of runs from 50 years ago, like you just did with the gear breaking in the transmission. Have you ever wondered how you have such a, a permanent memory? how you're able to recall these specific moments the way you do?
0: I I don't have an answer for that. Uh, I guess one thing has helped me, you know, that building the museum, you know, we've had it since 1976. And uh, the stuff is here, the literature is here, the cars are here. And I go over the things, you know, I'm constantly involved in it every day. And I think that makes a lot of difference. It keeps refreshing things, you know, because if you think about it, if you, if you keep thinking about something that happened a long time ago and you keep recalling back to those few moments, it'll actually bring up other memories. And I think that's what's happened. You got to keep all those different sections of your brain working. And if you do that, then those memories, the memories are there. It's just that you can't recall them. And, uh, by exercising your brain around those different time periods, which I do all the time, I, I think that keeps it all very open and, uh, and and available.
1: That makes sense. I need to exercise my brain a little bit more. Don, thank you so much for doing this each year. I am so looking forward to the Hall of Fame. Do you have a message for your fans out there? This is being live streamed. Many will watch in the future, a great opportunity to speak directly to the people who are such big fans of yours.
0: Yeah. You know, tune in and watch the streaming. It's, it's uh, very educational and, and exciting. And there's a lot of, uh, it's going to be a real special event happen there that I'm not going to give any clues to what it is, but it's going to be something real special this year at the hall of fame. So, you need to be there. You need to be tuned on in to see what it is.
1: Cannot wait. Don, thank you so much for spending time with us. I appreciate you, and I will see you in a few weeks.
0: We appreciate you, Joe. We appreciate what you're doing for the sport and all the help you give us with the Hall of Fame banquet.
1: No, thank you for the opportunity. I love it, um, and I cannot wait. Thank you, Don. Thank you. There he goes. Big Daddy Don Garlitz with us here on WFO Radio. Put your comments in the comment section, guys. Garlitz going through the inductees. We got the Swamp Rat Alley going to be happening at the Gator Nationals. So many amazing moments over the past few years at uh, the International Drag Racing Hall of Fame. This year it will be streamed live on Flow. So if you just, for some reason, got your Flow subscription, then (laughs) for some reason, I know the reason why, I know the reason why, folks, you'll be able to log on and watch uh, the International Drag Racing Hall of Fame ceremony as uh, it goes down. And, of course, I'll be the host, and it is one of the great honors of my life to do it. Now, I see people populating some comments in the comments section, your thoughts about garlets, all of that. I, I want to tell you about the people who make it possible for me to do my show. Just flash their logo up on the screen, talking about CWT Industries, balance machines for machine shops. If it rotates, it can be balanced. CWT Industries makes an unbelievably modern touchscreen machine that is in many ways automated. It handles a lot of the processes so much quicker, faster, and more accurately. Phillips Connect, of course, philips-connect.com. Bernie's Speed Shop located right there in Ocala, Florida. They'll be doing a Fan Fest the day before the Hall of Fame on Wednesday, uh, the 6th of March. The Hall of Fame is on the 7th. This will be Wednesday the 6th at Bernie's right there in Ocala. Swing by the museum, swing by Bernie's. Fogget, F-O-G-G-I-T, com, a product that is utilized to protect the inside of the cylinder walls of your racing engine. Uh, fogget.com, FTIperformance.com, com, located in Deland, Florida, and Total Seal Piston Rings. Not to mention our great friends at Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, Samtech.edu, and Marvin Rodax, coffeeandgrills.com. 817-924-6821, the best coffee in the world. You know, I got to get Garlet's a can of Foggit. He's got all those museum pieces out there. I think he could really benefit from a can of Foggett. Maybe I will bring a can or two up there to Garlet's. Yeah, Pam Hardy. Gotta grow the sport, right? A generation of teenage boys were locked into the sport for, you know, the rest of their lives because of the Pam Hardy experience. And I'm not, like, making a joke. It's just a fact. Race cars are cool, but There's a lot of stuff out there in the world that is cool and uh, the kind of stuff that brings you back. So super excited about Coach Gibbs, super excited about Pat Austin, but Scott Coletta just in time and the context of what we're seeing and what we've seen with Doug winning the championship and Doug and Connie on the starting line, that emotional moment at the In-N-Out Burger Finals at Pomona, the tears that were shed and Scott going into Garland's Hall of Fame. Uh, that's going to be really powerful. Ricky Smith going to be really power. And uh, honestly, Terry and Rosalie Noble going to be very powerful. Hopefully, if you can't make it in person, you should definitely try to make it. Call Chuck at the museum. Beg him for tickets. Like you can buy ones and twos at this point. Now, the tables, as far as I know, are sold out unless Chuck is, uh, you know, doing a double decker situation that I don't know about. But you got to reach out to Chuck at the museum and he'll get you set up. Let's see what everybody has to say. Art. What a great interview. And for those of you wondering, you know, I just had to speak slowly and clearly for for Garlitz. So I want him to understand on the first first shot. Someday we will all be there. On the slowest day, Don, God made Don Garlets, and the world changed forever. National treasure. That's how I would. Categorize. Don Garlitz. Characterize Don Garlitz. A national treasure. Like, you know, your, your dad's heroes in the world. The man. Has done so much for drag racing. And is so knowledgeable. Was the first person to ever bring up the thousand foot deal to me. Prior to losing Scott Coletta. And, um, is just a, a bit of a profit about where things are going. Um, amazing. Lonnie. Wonderful show. John 319 forever. Dragster Jeff. Dragster Jeff taking time out of getting ready for the March meet. Thank you both. Ben Blumberg, who's getting ready for divisional racing out there at Firebird. Great interview and discussion with big, amazing man and legend. Genuinely. Thank you, Don Garlitz, true legend of drag racing. Your museum is incredible, been there many times. And you can never see it all. You can't see it all. If you've never been to Don Garlitz Museum of Drag Racing, it's got to be on your you know, list of mandatory things. You could go see Mickey Mouse, or you could go see Don Garlitz Museum of Drag Racing, which is going to be a little more enriching to your life. I think the museum. Maddie says he's the best. Don, big daddy, one of the best. Don, biggest fan. Great to see you. My dad has always been a huge fan of Don Garlitz. Why wouldn't you? Why would you not be a fan of Don Garlitz? Okay, guys, that's going to do it for WFO today. This is the Don Garlitz International Drag Racing Hall of Fame special. Uh, The archive is wide open. We are absolutely loaded. We have Alan Reinhart. We have got, uh, you know, Ron Caps recently. We've got NHRA champions, Kyle Rizzoli and Wyatt Wagner. More to come. And I encourage you to go through the YouTube channel, subscribe, WFO Radio TV. Click the bell, enable notifications. Subscribe to our podcast so you never miss one of these shows as we go through the entire season of Mission Foods drag racing. WFO merch is on sale. It is discounted right at this moment. So if you're one of those people like waiting patiently for the $16 sale to get yourself a WFO t-shirt and some swag, now is the time. And we, uh, we're we very much looking forward to the season as it gets started. Just minutes away, really. A lot of minutes, but minutes away. Thanks to Chuck. I see Chuck still down there. I just want to say thanks, Chuck, for helping me out on the technical side, making it happen with Big Daddy. Got my tux all ready to go. And we will be there at the Hilton University of Florida. Be a nice reception on March 7th. Get in there, get our wonderful meal, some special stuff going on that, you know, it's like some of it is secret because there has to be a a benefit to being there in person. And it's been several years now since I was invited to be the host and MC. Mr. Fry retired. So I was able to you know, sustain as, as year after year. And it's been fun and it's been exciting. But really, it's about respect for those that came before. This is where they are honored. It's a big part of the Gator Nationals weekend. NHRA and the brass are always there. And um, last year we honored many others, you know, English Town, John Force. This year, Scott Coletta, Ricky Smith, Pam Hardy. It's, it's just going to be great. If you can't make it this year, watch live on Flow Sports, but plan to be in Gainesville early the following year and make this part of your Gator Nationals weekend. It's just tremendous. And uh, take in the Museum of Drag Racing. Simple as that. Caleb says, WFO, thanks, Joe. No, thank you all. And I appreciate every one of our WFO radio listeners. Uh, I'm excited for Tricky Ricky, obviously, and Pat to see the joe gibbs video pam hardy who is that is going to be very exciting as well terry and rosalie and everybody uh excited to honor the people who have done good things for drag racing, and we're going to keep doing good things for drag racing all of us out there starting with hitting the archive wfo guys have yourself a great day thanks to big thanks to chuck see you next time WFO.